Do you suffer from ED? It's okay to admit it. Even near-immortal races like yours are getting older. Once, elves with ear droop had little recourse. Unsightly toothpicks, headbands and clothespins, ear starch. Now there's lethalaxis. Lethalaxis brings the natural stiffness of the proud elven race back to its most distinguishing characteristic. Taking lethalaxis regularly can help keep your tips erect when you need it most. And that's important to appearing haughty and superior when lording it over the lesser races. Don't let gravity defeat you, proud elven elder. All it takes is one forest green pill a day. Lethalaxis. It's like a little bit of Eldar magic in your mouth. Elves experiencing painful ear tip erection or extended ear tip stiffness lasting longer than four hours should cease taking lethalaxis immediately and consult your healer. Welcome back to another episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D. I'm Jason Onspach, your Dungeon Master, and let's do something called Old School Credentials. Old School Credentials. Let's make sure that we all belong here in this second edition campaign. Nick Cole, it's yes, an old school arcade and you had a couple quarters to spend. What game are you playing? I would probably play Scramble, which was a, an early version of Super Cobra. Nice. Nice. That's old school approved. Allison Porto, it's old school time. You're going out on a date, dinner and a movie. What movie <laughs> are you going to see? The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Good choice, Allison. Yeah. Good choice, Chris, by default. <laughs> <laughs> Often that's the way it is. <laughs> Christopher Bohr, it's time to watch a cartoon. What old school cartoon are you watching? Old school cartoon. How about uh, the original Dungeons and Dragons cartoon? Mm, oh, how yeah. about that? All right, that's that's good too. I would have said GI Joe, but that's fine. Oh, well, I just just because I watch GI Joe anyway. <laughs> we'll do this again next week when we get back to John Freighter and everybody else. But let's get back on our adventure. If you remember, our heroes were leaving the port town of Acadios. They escaped corrupt guards and possible death by aligning themselves with the church. And now they're on their way. And what are they on their way to do, John Freighter? Did we did we lose John oh, Fraser? Oh, okay, I'm back. Here we go. Um, <laughs> what are they on their way to do? On their way to basically not get killed, if I remember correctly. Yes, they're on their way to not get killed. <laughs> That's basically the plot for the entire month. <laughs> but there was also some Michigas with uh, with uh, the priest and the church requiring some muscle to deal with a stone quarry that was being inappropriate inappropriately used by local businessmen so hey once again anti-religious bias yes it is <laughs> yeah i know i know you see this these problems go back centuries don't they exactly so players we should be 
loading up to a new screen. Let me know if you're seeing it. Should be off the black Ravenloft screen and onto. Nothing yet, sir. Another black screen? Well, great. Break this. I need Christopher Boar's help. You trying to pull up a map? I am, and I have the players tab. Sorry, more editing work for Porto. I have the players tab. (laughs) So I have the players marked on rock fields, but Mm -hmm. it's not loading for you. There's no rock field. Yeah, exactly. So generally, whatever uh, whatever bookmark I put players on is the what should be loading in your screen, correct? Right. Yeah. Well, that's not happening. Oh, I see nothing. Son of a. Uh, time for that imagination to kick in. It is time for that <laughs> imagination to kick in, and I can I can make that work. So in the players tab, you just double click the map, and is there any button that says load or handout? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, neither do I. Like Usually, a, there's a map at the top, and you drag your player's flag from map to map to map, and it should load for the player. Yeah, that's what I thought. Up, loading. Okay, now it's it. But it probably loaded up some woods, didn't it? Yes. It did, it a did. dark and spooky forest. Right. See, that's not what I want. Why is Tell me if it loads again. Xena on mine. Yeah, well, that you didn't you didn't upload a picture, so. <laughs> I have a picture on under my character name, under my name. Yeah, it's loaded. Yeah, she's got a picture as of yesterday. Yep. Um, it's loaded back to a black screen. Wow, that's so strange. All right, well, let me see what Maybe I can do here. Nice. The dark forest was nice. Isn't the, the dark black... forest is nice, and that's uh, isn't that's the really... black screen like one of the death card from the deck of many things? That's the one that like sucks you in and like the, the the eternal void, and that's the end of your character. <laughs> so is he? But did anyone in all of gaming history ever flip that card on anybody? Like, here you, you've got this guy who's gone through seven or eight levels. You're a small group of people. And, and and you're playing around with the deck of many things, and you get the black card, and you look at the guy across the table, and you say, sorry, your character's gone for all time. That's well, the, next, the next step is finding a wizard what? that can cast a wish. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'll get you out of it. I say. Well... Let's use our imaginations. There's a nice quarry, all right? So you're walking on the path to the quarry. It's about a half day's journey. This would be your opportunity to ask any questions of me before we um, before we get in underway. I can't because I'm not in this world. Well, yeah, that's unfortunate, isn't it? Well, why don't you just make yourself into this world? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm willing to wait. All right. Well, much longer. All right, so so why, right, do, you, so, why do you think? And I have to ask again: Is it a, a duke? Was the duke the one that wasn't allowing him to to, to quarry? Right. Yes. Yes. He's right, keeping so, the so, stone for himself. So what have you done to to upset the duke? Why is he not well, we, uh, letting you do what you need to do to build your church? Uh, well, see, stone is worth money, and um, he would like it for himself. And so, uh, giving it away to the church is, is not. Um, not preferential so to someone who's looking man. to build a fortune. Um, well, I suppose it depends on what you define as religious, right? Certainly he has good standing in the church, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll he'll give up his own well-being for our behalf, does it? Men can be so arrogant and greedy. It, it is the heart of all men that makes them so, yes. 
The churches not have tithing going on. Do they not have their own resources to, uh, uh, to negotiate with the Duke? Um, no, no, not not at that level. You see, uh, the cost of raising this much money for enough stone to make the cathedral we wish to make uh, would 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 make the project last a hundred years or longer. Having the free stone is is crucial to getting it done in this lifetime. So I wonder, is there anything uh, that we might be able to do for the Duke that would let him free up his quarry for you? I certainly don't know, and I doubt he'll be there, just just his men-at-arms. If they don't agree, may we kill them? Um, I hadn't thought of that. I think bloodshed should be avoided. Uh, as a general rule, don't you don't you think? And yet you're a dangerous dock. We can lead them to. And yet your entire your entire uh, reason for having us here is to make you look more menacing, is it not? It, it, it's it's primarily to give them pause at the thought of killing me and throwing my body over the side of the cliff. Um, you have to forgive me for such such carnal thoughts. No, I agree. That would be most inconvenient for everyone. All right, so then you travel along the road, and in about a half day's time, uh, the sound of metal, iron tools clinking away at the stone can be heard, sort of echoing off in the distance. You grow closer, and you start to climb up an incline, a rocky incline, and uh, you know you can see uh, probably about 10 or 15 masons. They're all uh, hitting away with hammer and chisel and cutting out the stone, and... It's a higher elevation, but you can make out at least two, three men-at-arms. They look to be wearing mail. Uh, some of them have shields. Most of them have uh, swords or pikes, uh, but they're not armed and ready for combat. They're just sort of standing around, watching the men work, talking to each other, things like that. Well, all right, the, the monk says. This is it. Just just follow me, and um, uh, I, I, I'll... I'll do the the talking. All right. So we're following him. We're following the monk, looking menacing. (laughs) Um, uh, excuse me. Is, uh, is, uh, is, is there someone here I, I can speak to? And the guard says, yeah, you can talk to me. What do you want? Holy man. Um, I'm here on behalf of the Priory with a demand from uh, Prior Philip that you uh, vacate this quarry and give it to the legal uh, user, which is the the Prior. All all Masons may remain and work at the same wage for the Priory. No. <laughs> the priest turns around and looks at you. Unsure you didn't what to see do. that coming, did you? <laughs> Why don't you all bugger off? That's my that's my advice. Why don't you leave? Why don't you leave now and not die? Because if you step one foot onto my duke's land, I'm gonna chop it right off. I step um, a foot. No, don't don't do that. Don't don't tempt my men. My boys and I would like, we would like a fight. And if that's what you want, we'll bring you a fight. By the way, how many boys are we talking about here? 
Right now, uh, there's a little bit of a crowd gathering. You're seeing about six, six of these soldiers, six of these, uh, six of these men, kind of arming. They do have some high ground. Um, it's about a four foot incline in the rock that you're standing in an area where the stone's been carved out. They're standing higher, so they're about four feet above you. Okay. There's six of them. More importantly, do they have uh, ranged weapons? You don't see any ranged weapons whatsoever. Uh, they have some pikes, which suggest if you get too close, they might try to, yeah. uh, you know, stab you that way. But so otherwise, four feet higher than us. But what's the distance from us to them total? The distance is about ten feet right now, and you can to your south. That's they're, they're to your they're to your east. If you were to run south, uh, you'd be right up on level ground, and you could try to flank them. Um, alternately, they could try to jump down and engage you. But uh, their body language looks like they're posturing more than anything else. All right, so I'll I'll nod to the priest and I'll say, um, what's our next move here, Padre? Uh, I I I I don't know. Um, I I I thought I thought they would just simply agree. I'm going to step forward and say to the guard, "Will you challenge me, warrior to warrior?" Warrior to warrior. Uh, can you find a warrior for me to challenge? I see a wench, and I see a cripple, and I see a sniveling priest, and I see a couple of vagabonds. Um, where's this Where's this warrior that you're speaking about? I take two steps back. <laughs> okay, uh, I want to uh, roll up my uh, sleeves, one with my gimp hand, one with my regular hand, and uh, move, move forward and say, uh, you want me to take care of this for you? Um... Not not violently, I, I I should hope. I'm just thinking a little uh, unnerving, then. Uh, if 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 it can 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 be done, I suppose. Okay, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> cast monster, monster summoning one up on the wall where they are. It's got a range of thirty yards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> As I cast it, uh, 2d4 first-level monsters will pop up on the wall. Okay. Uh, Where'd all these rats come from? <laughs> and uh, that's your discretion as far as what summons the end of this. Okay, so we've got 2d4? Yeah. Level 1 monsters? Gelatinous cubes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I have to go over to the monsters. Maybe. Oh, I got Max. Ooh, looky there. Eight monsters. Neat. Let's see here. What would be... Giant rats, giant ants. <laughs> things like that. Just six blue dragons show up. <laughs> Except they're only two inches tall. Well, I'm thinking, given where we are, mountain lions would be a good choice here. That works. And six mountain lions suddenly appear in the midst, and the guards are panicking, and a fight breaks out. But they're screaming, What what sort of devil-worshipping magic have you brought to us, priest? And now he's ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) The priest now has something for confession later. So as the group as the group fights, 
Uh, do you want to make any actions? They're preoccupied right now with the mountain lions. It's about six mountain lions to ten men-at-arms. Okay, now he you rolled an watch. eight. Is that you just sort of... Oh, yeah, eight, eight mountain lions to ten men-at-arms. Okay, okay. Oh, Does he just... have control over them? Yes. Uh, is the uh, the officer that we started out the conversation with, is he fighting also, or is he still in front of us? He's the one yelling down at the at the, uh, at the the priest for worshiping the devil. Oh, okay, so he's, he's up on the engaged. ridge as well. Yep, so they, uh, the mountain lions will attack the spell user's opponents to the best of their ability until I either command them to cease or the duration expires or the monsters are slain. So well, hang on, what's hang the duration of the spell? Hang, go ahead. I can turn them off at any time. Okay, but did you? Are they actually attacking, or are they just surrounding and being like, you know, baring their teeth? I would say they were just intimidating. Okay. All right. All right. So somebody with a high charisma, which is not me, uh, see what you can do about uh, convincing the officer it's best for him to leave. My charisma seven and gonna do it. My eight is not gonna do it. <laughs> I got nine. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Man, <laughs> we're just a bunch an ugly of ugly party. mutes. <laughs> I have a 16, but I'm not here. <laughs> John? I have a 10. I shall try to do this. <laughs> Go up to the officer in charge, who is now trying to figure out what is going on, what, where did the, why are the mountain lions eating my crew, and saying, you know, it would have been simpler if you had just allowed the holy man access to his church's property, but no, you decided to make a fuss. This is what a fuss looks like. <laughs> make a fuss. Right, so die by some devilish witchcraft or die by the king that, that's just excellent that, that's that's fantastic but i know how to stop this and he jumps down and starts to walk directly for sander vance hmm. he hasn't drawn his weapon yet okay i'm right. going to uh i'm going to ready uh, a spell all right I'll... i'm going to pull out my spear and shield and get between them i'll draw my bow and aim it right at his head the arrow that is Right. We've got friends now. <laughs> I figure I'll back up uh, uh, Sander on the side where the Amazon isn't, so that he's flying. Right. He stops short. He says, so this is it. This is how it is. You're aligning yourselves with a devil worshipper. Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't see no devils. I see lions. It was the devil's work that brought them here, and the priest could say as much, couldn't you, priest, or have you left your faith? You, as a wicked man, have little room to talk of evil. The masons seem to be rallying around his cry, very obviously unnerved that these monsters appeared in their midst. And so they're picking up their uh, heavy hammers and joining and flocking with the guards. So now you've got about uh, 20 armed masons, ten guards, and uh, they're sort of looking between the adventurers and the captain and the mountain lions. Okay, that sounds like a, an opportunity for the priest to uh, win over some converts. Uh, um, what, what, what should I say? Well, you could probably try to defuse the situation by... 
I don't know, offering them something that they want, like salvation or maybe a few coppers to join your cause. Tell them your god brought the monsters. That would would be a lie, which is a a sin. I I can't do that. (laughs) Tell them they'll die if they don't back down. If 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 you if if you if you do not back back down, you'll 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 die. Anybody else want to just go back to the dock and pay the toll? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that's uh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Guard, call off the men, and we will call off the monsters. Oh no! Otherwise, oh, no. you die. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening to any of you. You're all going to die. But not today, and not by your hand, my friend. A rock flies from the mob of masons and strikes the priest in the head. Oh. He drops. He's not dead. He's moving, groaning, but you can see blood streaming from where the rock hit him. Things are escalating quickly, and it's only a matter of a turn or two until a full-scale melee breaks out. I'm ready to fight. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight, too. Since I would, I, I, you know, I, I would suggest this, since I'm not there. Um, if you kill the leader, that might make an impression. Yeah, if you guys all exactly, just pin pitch him in at once. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, it's sort of payback for what happened to your leader. Yeah. Show right. him a thing or two. Let's roll initiative. I need a volunteer from your side to roll 1d10. I'm going to roll a 1d10 myself. And uh, NPCs get a 5. Okay, hang on. I'll roll. 1d10, you said? Yes, sir. Yeah, Allison already, Allison already did. Oh, she did? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with Allison's. The lower is better. <clears throat> Although I like Chris's roll better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Allison rolled a four in initiative. The lower roll actually wins the day. So, uh, all right, team, you can see that a rock has been thrown. The priest is down. The captain is standing there menacingly. Everyone else has their attention divided between mountain lions and you, but they're all within closing distance for a battle this turn. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to shoot the uh, um, the guard officer in the head with a bow. All right, so you're going I mean, to aim your it, bow. Be, it's yeah, definitely so. point blank range. It's point blank range. Um, uh, Sander Vance, what are you doing? I am going to see how this uh, this turns out as to whether or not to have my lions attack the guards on the wall. Unfortunately, in second edition, you don't get the opportunity to delay turns. Okay, so so you, so it's snap. It's, it's hectic combat. Well, it's snap the, uh, you can, you can it, wait until it, the next it, round. Yeah, just attack. I think I'm just going to attack because if, if we knock out all these guards, the the uh, you can the call them off before they're dead. Kind of. All right, so you're you're instructing the mountain lions to attack. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna start shredding. Allison, I'm going to use stick my spear through his chest. All right, so you're going to thrust. Uh, John. Oh, no. <laughs> drawing my scimitar and going for the guard's legs. Or the, the captain's legs, more correctly. <laughs> All right. Okay, roll. Those of you who are attacking, um, roll to hit your armor classes. And tell me what your armor class is. <laughs> Ooh, a natural 20 plus 5. Okay. And uh, a 3 is probably not going to cut it. That's plus four. 
to hit. So seven and seven. So what armor class do you hit? Uh, one. My armor class is a one. Right, but what armor class do you like? What's your what's your Thaco? Oh, uh, let me find that. Do you want me to uh, roll for the mountain lions or what? Um, or you no. can roll for the you can roll for the mountain lions. You know, <laughs> just, just roll eight attacks. That's fine. Right. Are they attacking? Are you having them attack uh, the quarrymen as well as the guards? Just whoever's closest. <laughs> Probably just guards on the wall that, that they were kind of standing off against. They, they, uh, there's some quarrymen mixed in there, and they're oh, yeah, to they're going to go for the guards, not the quarrymen. Okay, good. That's good. They listen to you that well. You've trained them well. So where do I find Thaco? So what level? You're a level six warrior. Mm-hmm. Your Thaco is fifteen. Okay. So a seven. So um. 15 minus 7 will tell you the armor class that you hit. 8. Okay. But, but you're, you're thrusting with your um, with the spear, right? So yeah. you have plus 10? I have plus 4 to hit, plus four 10 hit, damage. Plus 10 damage. Okay, all right. See, so man, plus 10 to hit. Holy moly. No, yeah, no, it's plus 10 <laughs> damage, though. All right. Okay, so combat's resolved. Um, Chris? Yeah. Or John, you, yes. you hit armor class 15, is that right? Yep. All right, that's that's a uh, that that's not very good armor class that you hit. But you know, I think what we'll, so what happens is uh, the ranger fires off an arrow. It just splints right through his head, comes out of his mail. His body drops. Allison thrusts at the same time, gets a glancing blow, uh, but he's already dead. And by the time John has swung his scimitar, uh, he's swinging at empty air, so he falls dead. The mountain lions. Each, they have three attacks each, which is why rolling 24 dice is a little crazy. So uh, the mountain lions, uh, they start ripping into the guards. Um, Many of them are able to kill uh, with one quick bite to the neck. A few get a few scratches. And now the mob is sort of surging towards the mountain lions. Uh, Given how many they took out in the first round, they're seeing them as the biggest threat. So uh, just a sea of hammers and uh, swords pulverize those mountain lions until they're either dead or in retreat. But none of them attacked you. Mm-hmm. Okay, John, since you've got the best, the least worst charisma, uh, <laughs> maybe try to maybe try to convince the crowd because the priest is on the ground and nobody else is going to do it. Uh, okay. In that case, I'll put and, myself. And this will be your turn. Because we're in a, in a combat round, so this will be using your turn. So basically, it's, okay, that's the end of this round. What are you all going to do next? I'm basically stepping out in front of the, the melee between my, you know, making stepping out in front of the crowd and basically saying, my friends, I think we have settled the uh, the question here today. So yeah, if everyone to would... argue about who killed who. <laughs> <laughs> if everyone goes back to their jobs and their places, I think we can resolve this most equitably for everyone. And, and let's just say, anybody that's interested in a union, it ain't going to happen, okay? <laughs> All right, so, so you've, you've moved uh, up to the high ground so you could be closer to them, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes. Climbed yes. Up, and then you've given that speech. You're not going to have time for a response in this round. Um, wh- what is everybody else doing? Are there any guards still standing? Uh, there are some guards still standing. 
So I'm going to move toward, toward the closest guard. All right, so you're going to jump up and move toward the closest guard. Vance? As I can command the uh, lions, I am going to step... Oh, they're all dead? They're all dead. Okay, never mind. I am not going to command the lions. <laughs> lions, stay there. <laughs> good do- good lions. Good <laughs> dogs. Um, I'm, I'm still going to uh, just prepare a spell. I'm not going to do anything until next turn, I guess. Okay. Uh, I will back up the Amazon. Okay. I've knocked another arrow. Okay, which you'll have to wait until next round to fire. Right. So you guys are putting your lives in your hands by not pressing the attack. There's about four guards and about 25 peasants. About five of them were slain, but the majority of those killed were the guards. Um, Allison, you are attacked by the guard standing in front of you, and he misses. So he thrusts at you, and you easily dodge his attack. However, missiles from the masons are flying in, and if anyone has an armor class of seven or lower or higher, uh, you will be hit with a missile. Anyone? I believe I'm getting hit. <laughs> Roll one d four. Roll one d four damage, and I get a four. So you'll take four damage from four a damage. rock right to the cranium, and that will interrupt your spell. By the way, Jason, I get three shots every two turns. Uh, Me too. Same here. So do I. Okay. So just so you know, I mean, that's fine. I can be knocking an arrow this round or whatever, but I'm just letting you know. Right. Okay. So you can take – so the next round you can take three shots or two attacks. Yeah. Two All attacks. right. So that, res- that resolves that round. What are you going to do now? They're, they're, they're keeping their distance except for the guard took a swing at Allison. Um, what's next? Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna with my arrow knocked. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say there's no need to continue this carnage. You can go about your way and leave the quarry to the priest and see if the, I know my my charisma sucks, but you know let's see. Roll uh, roll a d20, Chris. All right, hang on. Uh, let me undo my bonus. Okay. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. Yeah, there, there's there's anger in their eyes. Bloodlust has caught up with them. Yeah, they're emboldened by the success in overtaking the mountain lions. I've made them angrier with my suggestions. Yes. <laughs> I'm attacking the guard. He's one of right. me. Okay, you're going to attack the guard. Uh, uh, John, what, what are you doing? Uh, talking is not going to help. I'll attack a different guard. Okay, so you're going to run up and attack a different guard. Uh, Sander Vance. Um, so they're attacking two different guards, so there's, what, one left? Uh, yes, there. Well, there's four guards, so they're going after two guards. So I'm going to uh, launch a uh, flame arrow at one of the guards. Okay. All right. Um, so go ahead and tell me the success of your. They don't have any uh, magic resistance. Allison, um, you hit with uh, you, you. You duck the guard and thrust, and it buries itself deep into his sternum, and he drops in a heap on the ground. Of course he does. Eight hit points is about all they've got. And John, um, what damage did you do? You hit? Uh, Sensing the low hit points, the players that pressed the attack. <laughs> just just a, a point. I don't think Allison used the right dice for her damage. I did. I didn't do damage. I did. I just hit. Oh, just, I just got, two hits. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. you get plus ten damage, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
Okay, so... But I need um, to know if Freighter does enough no. damage. Seven points. Seven points of damage. Um, he's down, uh, very much hurt from a deep, deep gash that goes from shoulder uh, down to groin. Aha! You said groin! I win! <laughs> <laughs> the two sure other guys... And a loveless childhood. So I shot DM, I shot an arrow, I'm pretty sure I missed with a roll of four plus five. Okay, what armor class did you hit? Uh, I'm confused with second edition. Is it? I, I rolled a nine total. Okay, so it would be if you take your um, your Thaco yeah, and subtract nine, that will tell you what the armor class is that you hit. It's going to be the same as Allison's. What was that? Eleven. My Thaco's fifteen. Fifteen, so it's a six because I'm considered okay. a warrior class. All right, you hit. Okay, uh, so, so tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah damage? Uh, hang on, I'll just roll a 1d8 and add uh, uh, three to that. So six. Okay. All right, so you your arrow goes into a guard. He staggers, but he's still moving towards his companions, and there's one guard in good health who is also closing in on you. Uh, some of the crowd is standing back. Some of them are moving towards you. So uh, one of the guards... Hits armor class zero against John, and he yeah, does. Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> he, that'll he does. Mark. He does uh, six points of damage. Ouch! With his long sword, so he I bites in, uh, and then you're still standing down below, Sander Vance. Yeah, I was letting loose a flame arrow also. Oh, yeah, so oh, you need to resolve that. Who is it going towards? Uh, whichever guard is not being uh, attacked by anybody else. Okay. Well, so I have to, have to, we I kind of have, have to declare before who you're hitting. Oh, that's what I said before. I said I was yeah. when you asked me. Okay, so... But remember, this all resolves at the same time, so kind of lead you. guard, back guard. I got you. Um, so do you want me to roll? Yeah, yeah, just just listen. Go for back guard since camera. we're gonna hit the ones closest. I uh, have a 19 thaco, rolled an mm-hmm. 11. Okay, so you hit armor class eight. So I hit. No. That's going to uh, that's going to to miss the guard, but it is going to go past him and strike a peasant and roll for damage. That's gonna roll. Okay, they get a a save versus spell. Okay. They don't save. Okie dokie. So they take five plus five points of damage and nineteen points of flame damage. Fire. So uh, one of the masons is immolated <laughs> and <laughs> drops to the ground. Uh, his hammer that drops should make to the, the ground. Other back off. Yeah, that's is there. Several of them, seeing this, turn and run, but a small group of the more hardy ones are moving directly towards Sander Vance. Uh, the distance to close won't allow them an attack this round, but their their hammers are up, and they're looking to bash your brains in. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Next round, what are you all going to do? I'm going to go and for whatever the priest is. Uh, the priest is getting up to his knees and yelling, no, no, screaming against the violence in general. How many guards are left? There one. is one guard who is not completely incapacitated at this point. There's a couple uh, that are wounded and could easily be finished off with a, a stroke, but they're not going to present any damage. 
I'm going to go for the one standing. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what's I'll everybody else a, doing? I'll take, a shot. I'll take a shot at the one standing. Okay. I'm going to intercept the ones that are making their way towards uh, Santa Vance. Okay. How many are coming my way? Uh, about five peasants. Or five <laughs> masons. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to cast armor upon myself. Okay. All right, so you cast armor on yourself. Uh, let's have uh, then Allison and Chris uh, see what you do to that guard. You're attacking at the same time. I hit the armor class. Yes, I... Six? Thacko six? Yeah. So that's... I had um, four. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so your, your Allison's damage alone is enough to kill him. So uh, arrows and spears and he drops dead. There are now no guards on the field. John, what does your attack against the peasants do? Or the masons? Masons. Well, the yep. scimitar can only get one at a time. Having said that, hey Nick, are you having fun? I rolled a seven, which is I'm not so having much, so much fun. Which is not going <laughs> to hit much. Mm-hmm. If you hit armor class, uh, if you hit armor class six, you're good to go. Oh, actually, for the peasants, um, that's why I think you, I think yeah. that's. Yeah, is that six or eight? Hang on. Peasants, these peasants are armor class ten, so. Okay, so. It's fifteen minus seven, right? So that's eight. So that that's your hit. That's a hit. So do yeah. your damage. Six points. And he gets sliced right open, falls down, <laughs> dying, and the rest of them. Seeing this, he was the, the, the largest, the strongest of the Masons, uh, forearms like Popeye. He drops, and, and they stop, and they join their compadres in a full-on retreat. He routed the stoneworkers. <laughs> Great. Now we have an empty quarry with no stoneworkers. That's the priest's job to worry about. That's true. We've Blood. done our job here. Blood-slicked field. And, and the priest comes up, and there are tears in his eyes, and he's going, what? why? What? Why? Uh, you can't make a church without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> this is this is terrible. This is wicked. This is evil. This shouldn't have happened. You hired us. I this is true, sir. I didn't. You should have checked references. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. It's my fault. As long as we got that straight. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything you want to do before you leave? I'm going to Disneyland. (laughs) Can we at least... I must get on with my mission, but for men, you guys aren't bad. (laughs) Can we at least least bury them? We can indeed, my friend. Sure, there's a a ready-made hole right there. <laughs> yes, they died honorably. They deserve a good death, a good right. burial. So those of you uh, who are strong enough to bury them can uh, cover them in rocks, and those of you who are injured can tend to your wounds. And now that the burial is done, the the priest uh, gives a a long, long sermon where he seems to be seeking forgiveness for his sins and forgiveness for your sins. And uh, dejectedly, he asks if you know your way from here or if you want to travel together, since there are bandits in the land. 
I think traveling yeah. together is a good idea. It's best to stick together. Yes. Mm. Very well. So you leave the quarry. The as... party that slays together stays together. <laughs> you, leave the <laughs> you leave the quarry, but as you do, you feel a sense of gloom. And you don't know if it's uh, the pricklings of whatever conscience you have that hasn't been seared away. No. Nope. <laughs> what happened? Uh, if it's the atmosphere, but things seem somehow darker and heavier. Okay. And there's a mist that's settling in as you walk along a forest path. I would think that I would be a little bit more sensitive to that, uh, being the, mm. being the forest ranger type. In other words, I'm, I'm maybe I'm the first one to feel it and kind of, you know, start looking left and right warily. Okay. Quick, quick question. Did that, uh, <clears throat> that rest heal us all up, and uh, was I able to get my spells back, or was it not long enough for the rest? We will give it, make it long enough for you to recover your spells and rest. You figure picking up that many stones, burying that many dead bodies, eh, it's going to take a while. Especially with only some of us doing the work. Yeah, and you had to bury the mountain lions, because otherwise the ranger would have been like, that's not fair, there are people too. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so catty. <laughs> All right. There's no lion. Well, folks, <laughs> join us again next week. We're going to be on the road to Ravenloft next week, and I think you're going to like what we run into. I don't know if we will. You will. <laughs> this episode of Sci-Fi Writers Playing Old School D&D was brought to you by Lethalaxis. It's like a little bit of Eldar magic in your mouth. I'm Chris Porto, author of the Serenity Strain, Ironheart, your host and producer of this podcast. Our executive producer is Jason Ansbach, author of Till Death. Kevin G. Summers, author of The Bleak December, designed our epic logo. You can pick it up on hoodies and shirts over in our Green Dragon Loot Shop. The shop's logo was created by the lovely and talented Guinevere Boar, our magic user's spousal unit. Go check out the Loot Shop, our bios and more, at oldschoolDnd.com. That's O-L-D-S-C-H-O-O-L-D-N, as in Nancy, D, dot com. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. 